Hello world. Welcome to Jesus Boost. I'm Lisa Toledo. And on today's episode, we will be talking about one of the most controversial topics of all time. Money. Well, not exactly money, but similar. Think gold and diamonds and jewels, but without the pirates. Our topic today is going to be about, have you guessed it? Treasure. With the pandemic and the loss of so many jobs, including mine and my husband's over the past year, so many Americans, actually people all around the world, are struggling financially. Lines for the food banks are enormous. Rents can't be paid. Taxes are due just this week. And stress. Stress is costing us thousands in therapy and mental health counseling. Money worries are real. And yet, the Bible clearly tells us what God thinks about worries. I'm sure most of you know this scripture from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6. It says, Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. I like that translation. That's the CEV translation. For real peace, we need to shift our trust from the accountant and the bankers and the financial planners to the Lord. Put your faith not in men, but in the one who has created man, who has promised to look after you and who will never run out of money. God knows we need an income to survive, but he doesn't want money and material needs to overpower our hearts. And he warned the disciples of this in Matthew's gospel, chapter 6, verse 19, where he said, for where your treasure is, there will be your heart. Jesus asked the same question he asked the disciples. What really matters? Is it following him? Or is it worrying about material needs? Or worse, material wants? Material desires easily steal our attention and distract us from what truly matters. I think of my friends in Kenya. I help a small Christian orphanage in Katali, Kenya called St. Casido Orphanage. And each year I try to fundraise and send money for truly basic supplies. They get small, thin mattresses. They get wood for custom making their benches for their schools and their churches. They get rice and beans and maize to eat. They live on so little. And yet their smiles are the brightest in the world because they are taught about the incredible, unconditional love of Jesus. And they're taught by my brother in Christ, Pastor Alfred Juma Magwa. He knows what matters most. And he never asks me for more than the bare essentials. Teaching the children all along the most important thing, and that is to know Jesus. Today, God clearly tells us what matters most. It's Jesus. It's heaven. Because that life 
is eternal. This life here and all the stuff we do to keep it going and all the material stuff we collect along the way, it's all temporary. We can't take it with us. That life up there is forever. This life will undoubtedly pass away. And that one up there is permanent. So this life should be secondary priority. And that life up there should be our first. But is it? Honestly, Jesus really asks us a big, big one. He asks us to flip our priorities, which is so hard for us in modern society to do. So how? How do we do that? Well, we do that by using what God has given us for his glory to help the work of his kingdom. In 2021, our goal is not to give up all of our private property and possessions, but it is for us to differentiate between want and need. I'll say that again. Differentiate between want and need and be generous so that the poor are taken care of. The poorest in our neighborhoods, in our schools, in our church, and in our country. Paul's first letter to Timothy, chapter 6, verse 18, says this, Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. I want you to think about this concept. If a, if a raging fire swept through your home, what would matter most? What would you want to get out of that house first? It's your family, right? Getting the kids and the animals out of the house. Everything else is replaceable. Everything else is temporary. Things like property, bank accounts, material things, They're not the priority in a fire, and they should not be in everyday life. Relationships are the most important, starting with our relationship with God. His amazing love is the true treasure. And for Christians, we know this. We may just forget sometimes. So your Jesus boost today is to remind you, no matter what happens to us here, whether it's job loss, sickness, losing your home or a family member, through it all, one thing remains constant, the true treasure, the love of our Lord Jesus and the gift of heaven, where we will be with our loved ones again. That's treasure. To be surrounded by love for eternity? Picture it. We have this treasure of God's love that so many just don't realize is out there and available to them. I feel bad, actually sad, for those that don't grasp the full blessing of having Jesus in your life. Both in the human realm, and especially for afterwards, I'm glad you guys are listening. 
because I know you won't take this treasure for granted. So let's keep trying to get everybody else to realize it too. Another one of God's treasures is you. Y-O-U. You are precious to him. It exhilarates him when you look upon him, but it moves him even more when you help another one of his children. Think about it as a parent. It's awesome when your child comes up to you, cuddles in your arms and says, I love you. But it's even more touching when you see your child go up to their sister or their brother and tell them they love them and that they want to help them. Whether it's to help them move into a new apartment or to encourage them through a breakup or to share outfits or supplies. As parents, we see the real treasure is when they help one another and we store that memory up. That touches our heart. We remember when they did this, when they demonstrated love for one another, and we want to reward them for this incredible loving gift of thoughtfulness and generosity. Well, God thinks the same way. Sharing, generosity, and demonstrating love are the things he treasures most, and his word confirms it. And Paul's letter, second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 9, verse 7, he says, Do not give reluctantly, but give with your heart, for God loves a cheerful giver. God's word is pretty clear on the message of generosity. It also tells us that if we don't share, if we value money more than people, especially the poor, what will happen? In Matthew's gospel, chapter 19, verse 24, he says, It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Think about this statistic. Americans make up 6% of the world's population and yet consume 40% of the world's resources. Many of the countries around the world consider this a sin, a sin of Americans to consume so much. If you concentrate on collecting heavenly treasures instead of stuff here on earth, you're consuming less so others can have more. By focusing on others and less on your own finances, your heart will be in heaven. And isn't that where you want your heart to be. Be generous. Help others, especially the poor. Distinguish wants from needs and give joyfully. And giving doesn't just mean money. Generosity also applies to our God-given talents, which are valuable treasures as well. The Bible teaches us that they are to be multiplied Our talents are to be multiplied and shared with others. Whether it's through helpful deeds, like using your talents to organize, organize vaccination lines for the community, or to collect gifts for the military, or to help with the town cleanup for the earth, or acts of kindness. Maybe it's spending an afternoon with someone lonely, or listening to a hurting friend, 
or supporting a caregiver or just good clean ethics which sometimes are hard to embrace especially in this political climate good clean ethics though all these things acts of kindness helpful deeds good clean ethics these are all reflections of Christ and all treasures seen by God and stored in heaven so take note and determine how you are going to focus less on your money and more on others and to do it joyfully. If you're walking or driving or just sitting down, I want you to take a moment to breathe with me and breathe in God loves and breathe out a cheerful giver and say that with a smile on your face. God loves that. God loves, inhale, a cheerful giver, exhale. God loves a cheerful giver. One last podcast tip for you today. If any of you are having trouble sleeping, sometimes it can be that we are lusting for something so fiercely that it keeps us awake at night. You know, it could be that promotion at work or that bigger home or some recognition from your boss or a bonus or those brand name shoes you saw on sale and forgot to purchase or a new dining set, whatever. In the Bible, John tells us such thoughts our lust for the flesh, lust for the eyes, the pride of life. He encourages us to think passionately about something else, something eternal. He says, love not the world. The world passes away and the lust thereof. But he that does the will of God abides forever. So first letter of John chapter 2 verse 15. So take at night, take captive your thoughts and turn them toward heaven. If you're going to stay awake at night because you're desiring something, let it be your desire to please God. Choose to make God smile. How do I make you smile, God? Well, you are his treasure and he loves it when you love on one another. So let go of those earthly treasures and stop thinking about them, staying up at night, how to attain them. Stop complaining about your taxes or your finances. Differentiate your wants from what you really need and instead store up those treasures in heaven through generosity. Maybe give to a person in need, perform an act of kindness for an elderly friend, offer a prayer to a neighbor or a word of encouragement to a child and just mull these thoughts in your head at night. How can I give? Especially when those lustful desires surface. How can I give? The gentle lamb of God will guide you into peaceful rest because then he knows where your heart is. How can I give? St. Clair of Assisi said this, leave the things of time for things of eternity. Choose the things of heaven over the things of the earth. We're citizens of heaven and our temporary stay down here will come 
to an end. Up there is our permanent home. And someday when we get there, we'll open up our heavenly treasure chest and what will we find? Hopefully, after today, we'll find a lifetime of contributions of, write this down, of generosity, of helpfulness, kindness, giving of our time, service, friendliness, inspiration, encouragement, and love. Love, not love that's held tightly just for our family and our friends, but love freely and liberally dispersed to all God's children, especially the poor. Let these be your treasures. May God abundantly bless you with his grace to provide for all you need and to transform your hearts into becoming consistent, cheerful givers. Well, that's it for your Jesus Boost today, folks. Please share this podcast with your friends and family by clicking the three dots on your screen and the square share button. That's the only way to continue to spread the message of Jesus's love and the gift of eternal life with others for podcasters. So please help us out there by sharing the message. I truly appreciate it. So you don't miss an episode of Jesus Boost, subscribe to the Jesus Boost podcast on Apple or Google Podcasts or on Spotify. If you listen there, you just click the follow button. Look for announcements and photos and great quotes on Facebook by following Be Strong Ministries and on Instagram at Jesus Boost Podcast. And remember, you can rate and review Jesus Boost on Apple Podcasts. This is, it's quite easy and it's so important in the podcasting industry. Your time and support to do a review is greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening. I look forward to bringing you another Jesus Boost next week. Be kind, be generous, be love.